Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of Quite the Ordinary Podcast. It's me, your boy, Earth, and we're here with a talented singer-songwriter, my dear friend as well. You know, we must say that, like, we go way back. Go way back. <laughs> you know, when, when we didn't have hair. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have dreadlocks, bro. Bro, we got dreadlocks. So we crazy. need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we went from, wow, from shaved heads. <laughs> I was literally bald at some point. Bro, I had, like three... I had, like, a low, low brush cut. Very low. Yeah. That was my style. That's what we meant. We're low, like <laughs> low riders. Yeah. I didn't think would be here. Bro. Look at us. Man, look at us. <laughs> look at us now. Look at how far my hair has grown <laughs> now, bro. Which is crazy. Which is crazy, bro. Like, oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So he's a I singer, songwriter. You guys, are, you guys are actually, you guys are blessed, man. You guys are gifted. Can I see your head? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your head? <laughs> you want to see my head? <laughs> no, not my head. Sure it's too early. It's too early. It's too early for that. Let's wait it to get a bit hotter. Then you'll be like, ah. <laughs> it's getting there, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so he's a singer songwriter, radio host for Impact 103. Um, you were featured on Text and the City. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was nice. That was nice. I, I read that interview. That it's it's, it's an online right? magazine, right? It is, yeah, and yeah. I mean they like they're quite big in the industry. Yeah, and like that's one platform I'd always wanted to to be on. Yeah, you know, as an artist, uh-huh. and for for that to to come about now, I was like, man, it's fire. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And the um, the lady who wrote the article, uh-huh. man, she did such a great job with it. Really? It so I read beautiful. it. Yeah, it was I was like, it was short and sweet though. Man, yeah, and yeah. also just like the way she kind of articulated everything and just like wrote about the project. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, I wish you know I can have like everything written like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, every article, every like you know every review and stuff like that it was just, like that beautiful. I need you on my team. That's probably what you were saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need I you. Need you on my I think team. your name is <laughs> Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a new EP out. Tales yeah. of the Heart. Yes, sir. You know, with one of my favorite tracks is um, um, Everything You could, never, you could be. never Be. Yeah. You like that heartbreak I stuff? Like <laughs> <laughs> He's got his heart broken. That's why. He's like, <laughs> don't, don't worry. He tends to tell the story anyway. You'll hear all about it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> hey, nobody going to hear that story. <laughs> Have the song nah. playing in the background. <laughs> We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Everything stays. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there's tracks like "Endless Love," yeah, "Scylla," mm. "Journey of Our Love," obviously everything you could never be. Hold on, and lowest point, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, "Tills of the Heart," the track itself. Sure. But I also like "Endless Love." Right? It's some. It's so special, man. It like is. that song is yo. It's really special. Do you want me to share the story now or like you you no, gotta no, ask me wait, later? Wait, 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 wait. We're still in the intro. We're still in the intro. I'm like, let's jump in and give you guys meat. Ladies and gentlemen, Tondi Rams is in the building. The one and the only. I love it, man. Oh, yeah. So now you can tell us the story. But before, guys, please subscribe, like, share. Keep the vision alive. We're trying to go for 10 years plus, get to a million subscribers. So support the boys. Do the right thing. The daddies. Let's do it. You know? Okay. Tondi, please tell us, bro. Tell us, tell us. Do you want to start with the music or you want to start with the hair? Start with uh, the hair. Let's, okay, let's, let's start with the hair. hair. I, I, feel, I feel like the, the hair is like such a great, it's you know, a great story. Okay. It's, like, it's a great story let's as well. I think, hair, I, you know, then we can pivot from there. But, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, when we started, yeah. we met all the way back in 2012. Uh, no, 20, 2012, yeah. Sheesh. It was 2012, 2012. when we met yeah, in yeah, Pretoria. Yeah. Yeah. We were staying in the, in, 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 uh, uh, the communes. Yeah, um, the Adfield Christian Church. Church, yeah. yeah. And like I, I stayed in Tuck House. He stayed in, um, what's it called again? It starts with a P. No, it wasn't P. It wasn't P. Oh, you were in uh, all the way up there. Up there. Yeah, I remember that. Grace House. Grace House, right? <laughs> <laughs> man, Grace those were the House. days, man. Shout out, um, Grace House. And, bro, and like you were saying, we, we had short hair and stuff like that. And for me, mm. my journey is, 
for the longest time growing up. I never thought yeah. like my hair could grow. Yeah. So I always like felt like my hair reached to a certain threshold, a threshold, and it never Just grew past that. that. Like yeah. probably something like that. Yeah. So mm. I would try. Like I would go for like two months. Like let me not cut my hair. And then it wouldn't grow past that. So I always just felt like, this is not my portion. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because might as well just give up now. I might just <laughs> give up now. Yeah. Because the thing is, I have I have three brothers, right? Mm. One elder elder brother and two younger brothers. And their mm. hair grows um, back so fast. So that's why for me, I thought, uh, maybe I'm, I'm the one who's like, it was cut it out. <laughs> yeah. you know, God was like, sorry, son. Uh, I'll give you something else, but not the hair. <laughs> not the hair. <laughs> but um, it's only years later and... Um, this is the beginning of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but before that, I remember because I always wanted my hair to be longer and stuff like that. I remember when I was young, I think I was still in, in primary school, grade seven, grade six. Yeah. There's a time when I, I I blew my hair. You know when you yeah. blow your hair and it kind of grows longer? Yeah. So I, there's a time I, I blew, blew my hair. And uh, from this, I had like this, like, uh, st- what's, this, what's his name, man? Uh, the, 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 the Comedian. Comedian. Uh, he's very funny. This is Cat Williams. Cat, oh, Cat. okay, yes. <laughs> Cat oh, Williams. No. So, at some point, at home, they were calling me Blondie for some reason. Blondie? Because, Blondie. Because my hair was like, relaxed, bro. And Blondie it was Tony. all the way... <laughs> Blondie Tony. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you took out like, the curls and everything. So you relaxed your hair. So, and then you... bro, I relaxed my hair. Like, I, I, blow, I blew my hair. So, yeah. like, it looked relaxed. But it wasn't relaxed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it was a bit longer. Yeah. But it looked... It didn't look as nice. I mean, at that point, I was like, yeah, I've got long hair now. You know? Like, <laughs> you accomplished you know? what you wanted. Yeah, I accomplished the goal. You know? <laughs> but um, that... Like, it did, didn't really look nice. Uh, really thinking about it. But then, uh, 2020, lockdown. When yeah. lockdown started, and we're all logged in. Um, I decided then I was like, I'm not going to cut my hair. Mm. You know, I didn't even know I was going to do dreads. Mm. I was like, I'm not going to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's going to happen. And then I would just like do these like little, uh, little dreads. That's, yeah. right. That's, That's how you started, right? I would do that. <laughs> you know? And then from there, like, I was like, I, I like this. Yeah. And then yeah. I just... Hey, getting compliments. Yeah, yeah. getting compliments. <laughs> like so great, you know, it's bit going bit by like, bit. And I was like, yeah. okay, I love this. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, um, I remember because I didn't really know how to treat my hair and stuff like that, how to make it grow. Mm. I was having a chat, you know, with someone and they were saying, hey, man, um, this is how you can make your hair better. This is how you can grow, grow, grow your hair. And they helped me to actually, you know, believe in the fact that my hair can, can grow. grow. Yeah. Mm. So I left it for a while. It was starting to grow. I was like, okay, there's something here. And then I was using the right chemicals or the right yeah. products, you know. And then over time, I'm like, damn. This looks nice. <laughs> you know, look then my hair is, is, is past the threshold. I thought it, it, it could only reach, you know. Yeah. Mm. Then we started growing. From there, I was like, nah, nah, we're on a mission now. We're going to grow this, this hair. You're going to keep it. We're going to keep yeah. it. And I think now two, three years later, you know, we here, man. And I'm proud yeah. of my hair. Two, three years. Two, three years. Yeah. You know, I'm proud of my hair, man. Yeah. My hair's my crown. So it's like. It is. It is. And yeah, I, I want to yeah. let it grow till maybe, I don't know, shoulder length or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Hey, bro, I want to go ace hood, bro. I want to touch oh. my <laughs> back of my thighs, bro. I want to Yo, bro, bro, that's crazy. But it's going to be heavy. It is. And the one thing I don't want to do is I don't want to add hair because that's what most people do. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to just keep it natural. like natural. Yeah. That's, yeah. All, that's also mm. my thing. Like, I, I mean, I, I get it. I get the whole adding hair and stuff. But I mm. think for me, because I didn't I, I get it to experience the whole hair growth journey. Yeah. I'm just like, I want to see my hair grow. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. um, with just my own hair. Yeah, this, I, this is you guys, like man. That. I'm hearing you guys speak about hair <laughs> yeah, sorry, growing. Bro, I'm sorry, just like, bro. We're not we, to... Let's talk about the music. <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying to make you feel left out. What's your hair, Jenny? What's your hair, Jenny? Ever since I was born, I had bold hair. He had a mohawk at some point. I had a mission to like lose it all. No, I did a. Now it's like it's a Damn. struggle, yeah. That's amazing, it's though. A struggle. I'm just trying to picture the more the the the, the, the more hogs. Nah, I'll, I'll send old photos. <laughs> That's the most I can <laughs> oh, do. Oh, okay, I guess. It's like yeah. if I leave my hair growing, it just grows in the wrong place, <laughs> and it's I get you, bro. Man, it's so bad. Now I'll be praying for you, man. Thank you. <laughs> 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 now, nah, but you know what? At the same time, I'm joking, but like you know, I think we can get to. It makes you appreciate different styles. Yeah. True. And just like where you are in your hair journey mm. and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. enough about the hair. <laughs> 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 it's a good chat. It's a good chat. Yeah, it was good. All right. A good icebreaker. Yes, sir. It's a good icebreaker. No, nah, I loved it. It was a good way to We're waiting you know, for you to, to like draw, to like get the dress in the 
Oh, yeah. you, you, you want my, my, my nah. beer to, to get in that uh, <laughs> dread form? Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, man. That would that, be too much. That would be too much. But, but at one point, like, uh, I braided my... I didn't braid. Someone braided my, my beard. And I was like, you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You I think, mean, it, could, you think it could work, though? It could work. It just looks weird. Yeah. Yeah, it could work. Like, I had a like, strand of braid here yeah. like this. And I'm just like, ah, oh, okay. It just looks good for fun. I don't know, for, for some reason, like, it, it might actually be... It could be, be a thing. Charge, yeah. It could be a thing, but I'm just like, yo, some, like, it just looks like you have stitches, bro. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, nah. Nah. Nah, not that. <laughs> Anything but that. All right, man, but tell us your origin story, dude. Like, yeah, man. Um, um, how did you get into the music? Sure. Yeah. So, um, and uh, I'm singing a bit of Venda. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, I grew up in Venda, yeah. and... Um, for the longest time, that's where, like, you know, I lived my life. I think mm. up until actually completing metric, up to my gap year, that's when I moved to Pretoria. Oh, okay. You know, so all my life I spent in, I spent in, in Venda. Yeah. And so I grew up in a, in, a, in a Christian home. My parents are both pastors. Mm. You know, I'm super proud of that, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that, like, really played a role in my journey. Mm. And just like, man, my parents' love for us, we, we are six kids at home. I'm the, third, I'm the third born of six, wow. you know, and my parents, yo, man, my, my parents are like, Lord, you said, uh, multiply, multiply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go, <laughs> let's go, <laughs> you know, let's go, you know, and yeah. my, my parents are the best, bro, like, because even though they're pastors, like, they're very supportive, mm. and they've always rooted for us in, in, in our endeavors, okay. you know, all That's six cool. of us, like, whatever we want to do, like, they've always been, like, supportive and encouraging, they, they prayed for us. They spoke into our lives. Mm. And I think they just did a great job as parents, period. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's why it was like, it, it was easier, even like with, our, with my journey with, with God, man, mm. um, because I had that foundation yeah, from yeah. loving parents. You know, it wasn't mm. just like, yeah, let's do this, let's go to church. Although that part was there for sure. Yeah. And but at some point, lit, yeah. yeah, at some point yeah. it would get like frustrating as a young kid because he's like, I just, oh, I want to play, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just want to play, I want to watch TV. <laughs> you on a Sunday, yeah? yeah you know what I'm saying? Like Wednesday, you, 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 have, you have evening service and you're like, ah, bro, I, I don't want to go this, yeah. this Wednesday. But you, you didn't have much of a choice, mm. you know, but looking back, like that really played a great role as well in my foundation. But, with the music, um, I used to be part of the choir. Before we started our own church, or my parents started their own church, mm. uh, I used to go to the Salvation Army okay. you know, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a place called, in an area called uh, Chidimbini. Okay. And um, when I was young, I, I, I was part of the children's choir, but then at some point, I was like, nah, man, I don't want to be part of the kids. Like, I like what's <laughs> happening with the, with, the young, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. with the youth there, you know, yeah. with the young adults. And I was like, this energy. I, I want to be, yeah, there's energy. There's, yeah. Bro, we were singing like, ah, the songs were just like, nah, man. I was like, no, <laughs> man, I want to be there. Sheep. Bro, <laughs> I was like, nah, <laughs> nah we're not doing that. You know, so yeah. I, my mom was part of the choir and she was very influential with the youth ministry. So... Uh, I was like, Mom, I I want to be part of the youth youth the choir. Youth, yeah. Please get me in or something like that. Yeah, you yeah. know. And then yeah, I I, I got in. Yeah. I was the youngest at that point. And then my friend um, King D Music, yeah. um, he's an artist as well. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so that's what we we met there, uh, Chidimbini, when we were kids. And he also joined uh, after. After you joined, yeah, yeah. after okay. joined. So yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, we 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 we, we opened the doors. You yeah. know, and um, yeah, we're part of the children's choir, and that bro, that no, the, the young adults choir, that was amazing. Yo, man, I was I was singing tenor, uh-huh. and the the conductor, his name was T Boy, and he was so good at what he does, man. We were reading, you know, sheet music, you yeah. know, Do re mi fa sol. you know, all that stuff, <laughs> and you know, we would like learn that first, and then we learn the songs, and. I think that played a, a, a big role as well, being part of a choir like that. And I think that's yeah. why I've been to this day. I love having choirs in my music. Mm-hmm. Or I love having elements of like, uh, you know, choirs in, in yeah, my I music. Yeah, I realized that. Yeah, you I know, that. and yeah. I'm going to have more of that in, in, in the music So basically it's like come. influence, eh? It's influence. Many, yeah. You know, so that I think, you know, just to cut, cut a long story short, that played a big role. And then moving forward, um, when, we, when we moved out of church, or before that, we'd have a group called Boys Beat. It was just the guys, the older guys, my brother, you know, and some of his age group and something like that. So mm. we were part of that group. But at home, my brother was writing songs, you know, when I was young. And he would, like, you know, uh, lock himself in the room. have Which a brother? Tape, uh, Bono. He's my yeah. other brother, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, he's the one who started the whole music thing at home. Yeah. Because, like, he would be writing songs. And my younger brother, Una, and I would, like, would go sit in sometimes, just, mm. like, listen, want to, like, you know, do what he's doing. And then would, like, go try emulate that. 
Mm. Um, so he was writing his own songs. So for me, I was inspired by Michael Jackson, you know, growing up. We used to have mm. tapes of Michael Jackson a whole lot. That was the next uh, question. How did you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? So the great, crazy thing about it, like our gardener, um, at the time, he became family. Mm. He would always plug us with like everything. Talk about movies yeah. that aren't out or movies that are out, but you can't have <laughs> access to them. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he had tapes of that. And he's, yeah. The ultimate gardener. <laughs> like the Bro, the ultimate gardener. <laughs> the guy. Guy. <laughs> he introduced me to Roxette as well. How do you do? Do you do things that you do? So growing up, I was in, like, in, like, you know, inspired by those like rock, R&B, pop. Okay. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and then... Uh, what's this? So yeah, seeing my brother do it as opposed to watching our show on TV and Michael Jackson, it made it so real for me. Mm. Because mm-hmm. in that, at that point, I was like, oh, wait, I can actually do this. It's like a real life thing. It's yeah, a it's real like, life yeah, thing. You, you know, yeah. I always wanted to be an artist, but now because my brother is doing it, I'm like, it's now closer to home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I Thanks. can actually get to do this. So yeah, that really inspired me so much. And then when we started, started our own church, um, because at the Salvation Army, we never used to have um, keyboards and stuff like okay. that. Mm-hmm. Only one gentleman called, you know, Bomabasa, he would come with this keyboard every Sunday and he would have an item and play. Okay. And I would always look at him and be like, damn, I want to do that. So when we started out in church, I remember, you know, I started learning. Um, and from there, it built up. I remember my mom saying to me, Tony, you are hiding behind the keyboard. You have a voice. Wow. You must sing. Yeah. You know, and, that, and at, that, at that point, you know, I would and just do my thing. voice, dude. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. That time yeah. I was producing, like, I was just like focused on producing, footy loops and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just for producing. And uh, at church, just focused on playing keys. But she was like, nah, you need to. Like, God has something in you. You yeah. need to start singing more. And then, long story short, um, I, I started singing. And the first time I sang, man, like, people said, like, they just fell to the presence so of God so you, much. you knew you could sing, but you just didn't have yeah. the, I don't know, the confidence to... I don't know what oh. it was. I think it was just, I was just comfortable, man. I was like, nah, at my own time, maybe. Or I was just yeah. like, yeah, I'm, right now I'm just enjoying this. Yeah. And this so is where like, I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then cool. And then I became a worship leader at church. I was really young, man. <laughs> but yeah. became a worship, lead, worship leader at church and stuff like that. And I remember 2010, I took a gap year. I matriculated in 29, uh, 2009. Mm. Uh, 2010, I took a gap year. And in that gap year, I remember my 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 really close friend, Takim Yangane, he, he got a, a guitar for his birthday. And when I would go visit him, you know, he'll show me some chords and we'll start playing. Mm-hmm. You know, self-taught, bro. You know, self-taught, but also I had people around me okay. who, like, who could play like Taki. He showed me the, my first couple of chords, mm. you know, and then I had, um, I remember there's a newspaper I got. So there's a group called Echo back home. Mm-hmm. They were like a movement, a Christian movement. So um, there's a gentleman, I forgot his name, man, but it was the lead guy and yeah. he would sing with a guitar back mm. in the days. Mm. So there's a newspaper I found at home. It had chords. Hey, man, it had chords on them, you know, like um, in a way that you could see yeah. what chord it is. And I remember seeing that I was you like, started. oh, I was like, what are the chances that I came across this this uh, this newspaper? It was yeah. an old newspaper. Uh, and then, yeah, that also helped me out. And I mean, some of the things that I learned so from my people. started studying from that paper as well. Yeah, okay. starting from yeah. our paper as well. And then some of the things, I mean, I had to figure out or YouTube. So I, like, I'm self-taught, but at the mm. same time, it's self-taught with mm. a community of with mm. other people involved. You know, mm. I don't think self-taught is like, sometimes like self-taught can sound like you just sit there with nothing else, no YouTube. to figure it out. Yeah. How you need to, yeah. If you had YouTube. Just let, you just let the spirit lead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We're fortunate. Bro, <laughs> which is like, yeah, it happens sometimes, but yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's rare. So that's yeah. why I, I feel like it, it's not really self-taught because I had YouTube. There are guys who are showing what to do. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's your teacher. Yeah. You like, get me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think on that on that tip, that's, that's the case. But then I, I started writing music. I remember I was working at my brother's internet cafe during that gap year. Yeah. Um, there's a song that I wrote when I was in that space. Okay. It's called Crazy. It's a Christian song. Because during that time, I was writing like songs for the church and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember when I would go to, to the internet cafe, I would wear like my suits and stuff like that. It was that era when I was like work, working suit. <laughs> Imagine ah, straight after high school, to, bro. I'm trying to picture it. Bro, yeah, because yeah. the church would wear suits and stuff like that. Imagine uh, me. And the thing is, the suits were quite a, a bit bigger. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> Sometimes I'd be swimming in those suits. <laughs> the Steve Harvey suits. You know, yeah, the Steve Harvey suits, bro. So I'd go into that internet affair wearing my suits and stuff like that. Sometimes I'd be casual. But I was like on that business tip. Yeah. So that's why. And then 
Sorry, I'm, I'm saying a whole lot. But yeah, all the church people go through that phase. Yo, bro, we're at that phase. The sweet phase. You know, and then um, what's this? Yeah, there's a song I wrote. Um, that song went out, went to be like so big, man, to a point where people don't even know who wrote it. Don't Is even that know the one it. that hit a million? That's uh, a listeners. that's not that's not the one. That's a recent okay. one. Right. So that song is called Crazy. It goes something like, Oh Jesus, I'm so in love with you. You drive me crazy. Can't stop thinking about you. You then, drive me yeah. crazy. You drive me crazy. You know what I mean? So what yeah. happened is there's a, a gentleman who like uh, his name is TK, and he would come uh, with a, with a group of uh, of guys from Jersey um, with Hilton, our friend, and they would come home every year. And yeah. this one year, I sang the song, and he was part. He was the music director for We Will Worship. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah. so I like here I, we worship. Or we, no, we, we will, will worship. worship. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they actually play on like every every first <laughs> Friday. They have like they have they something. Have, like, yeah, 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 they're, they're really oh, amazing. Oh, a great, great group of uh, of guys. And uh, so he came over for we had a conference. He had the song. When, yeah. when, he, when, when he went back, he, he gives me a call. He's like, bro, that song, can we have it on the album? And then, yeah, they had it on the album. It was the bonus track on the Jeez, album, okay. Yahweh. Mm. From the there, check. yeah. Write the check. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least, I, I got a little something. I got a little something. You know, uh, but we didn't really understand a whole lot about, you know, so publishing yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But here's the story. Mm. From, from them... Uh, other guys that I wanted to do the song, uh, a local group, um, Secret Worship wanted to do the song for their project. They did it. Uh, other guys, I remember getting a call from a guy from from the, from Cape Town. It's like he wants to do the song for for his project. Next thing yeah. you know, man, like even at that time, churches were singing the song. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Yeah, to a point like where churches not only in Venda but churches across South Africa was singing the song. Mm. It went so big, I was shocked. There's one day I was working with CT, I was at, a, at his apartment in Pretoria, mm. right? And then we're working on some music. And then there are two ladies walking down the stairs yeah. uh, by the apartment and they, they're singing the song. Mm. I'm no like, CT, stop. You know, I'm like, yeah. pause. He's like, what, bro? I'm like, bro, they're singing my song. He's like, <laughs> wait, what? He's like, are you being for real? I'm like, bro, they're singing yeah. my song. And he's, he gets up, get out of the door. He's like, hey, hey, ladies. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come and meet the man. Yeah, he's like, hey. <laughs> but, but, but he, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, uh, where did you hear that song? He's trying to find out first. Like, where did you hear the song? They're like, we sing it at our church. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've always driven past the church, you yeah. know, but I've never been. Mm. And we sing it at our church. I'm like, crazy. He's like, the guy who wrote the song is actually here. I'm like, oh, bro, no, 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 take care. You know, so that's how. It's me, but you know. Yeah, you know, and the song has gone like, like really like worldwide, man, in a great way. And it's crazy how, you know, sometimes you might be the one God uses to do something, but like people don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was rewarding because like, man, just the sense that I was the conduit. Yeah. Of being such a song that, bro, when that song plays, in a church, like, like it really literally goes yeah, crazy. Yeah, like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so it was really, really but I great. I that. Like, yeah. That's that's what Q is all about. Like, don't be, don't be seen. Sure, sure. You know, but your work should just speak for, for itself. Yeah. That's yeah. it, man. So yeah, that's uh, that's the journey with that. And then from there, I started releasing my my own music, um, like singles. Mm. Uh, Caroline was my first one in 2016, yeah. and then released the next one. I, rem- I remember which one was next. I think it was, um, oh, the feeling was yeah. next as well. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's my music journey. That's how I really like, you know, and I'm getting into it. it. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Jeez, no, that's dope. That's like, yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it comes with with with. I mean, I'm gonna use the word crazy feeling though. Mm. Like if you start to see how people actually start to yo, to, to yo. take hold of the music, man, that, it's humbling. Yeah, yeah. Imagine being in a room, people are singing your song, they don't know you wrote it. You wrote. That's so did, do you then do, did you have? I mean, at that time, was your intention that? When I write this song, I want it to be big. Like I'm just trying to understand your 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 level of artistry, yeah. right? Is it I'm doing it for the art? Am I doing it for? Let me see how. Yo, it can expand. I don't know. Mm. I think yeah. for me, it was just like pure, man. Yeah, it came. I, I had my eighty five twenty BlackBerry mm. at that time, the student card. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was in the studio, and I remember one of the guys who used to come to our church. He had borrowed me his guitar. Man, I just said the the song just dropped. It was just that the it was the 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 chorus. It was just that. Oh Jesus, I'm so in love. You drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. You drive me crazy. That was what came to me. Oh, and then it's and like, I recorded it. I was like, when I, after I did that, I was like, this is a song. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is special. Yeah, I knew it from then. 
So I didn't even go into it knowing. I didn't I, like. I wasn't thinking I'm gonna write something big or anything. No, I just so feel like it from God there. dropped That's, it in my heart. Yeah, and really. I knew it immediately that nah, this is, is something special. Yeah, you know. And we've translated the song to a Belarusian or a Russian, you know, Armenian as well. Yeah, because I've traveled both places. And we, yeah. you know, gotten to sing it in those places. In those places, yeah. So which has been amazing. Imagine mm. like you know translating your song and getting to sing it. In those, in those languages, languages yourself, exactly, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, it's also translated to Chivan there as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's really really special. No, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So that's vibes, man. So what's yeah. what's the track that got a million subscribers? Uh, a million, a million views uh, 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 streams and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that's the song. It's called "Worry About Nothing." Okay. Um. So, yeah, I, 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 the story is really amazing, man, because, mm. um. A friend of mine sent me a, a, a DM saying, yeah. hey, there's this songwriting uh, thing. There's a church called uh, Zoe Church uh, mm. by Chad, v- Ch- Chad Veach in, uh, I think it's in uh, LA. Okay. And so they were, he was having like a songwriting contest because uh, he had written a book called um, Where About Nothing, Where okay. About Everything or something like that. Mm. And so um, she was like, hey, you just... Take, take your shot. I was in Cape Town at that time. And I was like, I don't even have my guitar here. And then, but I was going to be flying back, I think, either um, over the weekend, the next day or two. So I was like, you know what? I want to write something. I don't even know. Should I do it? Uh, and then I remember coming back. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I wrote the song and the competition was ending on Tuesday. So mm. I, after, it was Tuesday when I finished writing the song. I sent it to, to the DMs because he said DM him. I sent it the DMs. The DMs weren't opened. I tried reaching out to uh, to his church. They didn't see it. I was like on his comments yeah. just so I can get his attention to be like, yo, I did the task. Here's the song. Go just check it out. listen yeah. to it. Just you know? check it out. Yeah. yeah. And then, bro, I was just like, at some point I was like, ah, it doesn't seem like it's happening. Yeah, mm. it's cool. Let me just leave. Like, it's okay. It's, it is what it is. King D was working on his album, uh, Perfect Love at that time. Mm. And I remember I was like, bro, I've got this song. I wrote it. It's, I think it's fresh. Please listen to it. Let me know if you can use it for your album. Mm. And then he listens to it. He's like, bro, this is so dope. I'm going, actually going to go, be going to the studio. I think the next day or that day, I, rem- I don't remember. And then he just said like, send me, um, send it to me. And then he went, he recorded it. And man, it's really incredible. The song now has over a million streams on Spotify alone. Yeah. You know, which is my first like, you know, million streams. Mother simply story. because I wrote the song, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, it's re- it, it hits different mm. when you're in that position now yeah. of just like, you know, being a songwriter and having Ooh. that song go on to do, you know, so well. And, I mean, yeah, a lot of credit as well goes to Rufono Mutaro, who's the producer of the song. You know, King D music as well, because, I mean, King D has worked so hard to get yeah. to a point where, you know, when he releases music, people listen. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm. But at the same time, I know the song is, is good. Yeah, connecting with the song. Yeah, yeah. the song is, mm. is, is... You don't get a million good. for nothing. Yeah, you don't get a million for nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I'm really proud of Morgan. and I think I'm in a space where I can speak for my work. Mm. And I can be proud of it, yeah. you know, as much as I, I'm writing behind the scenes. But it's okay for me to speak like the same way that as an artist in the forefront, you promote your music. But now mm. as a songwriter, I should also be able to promote my music, no, you, mm. should, yeah. you know. Mm. So that's where I'm at now where I'm like, yeah, I understand who I am. I understand what you I've got. You write us yeah. some songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I should write you guys some songs. Who's going to be performing it? It's a question. It's like eight tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I can see Evan. Yeah, he's the I can see that for sure. Yeah, man. Eight track album. Eight track way. You know, quite the ordinary. But you have to promote it. It comes from somewhere. So yeah. you have to be able to put mm. it out. It's like sometimes whenever uh, I mean I don't know like in in in, in detail, but whenever yeah. you hear like certain songs from like these artists, your Beyonce's and whatnot, yeah. then you hear like Neo wrote it and you're just thinking Bro. This guy is wow. that good. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but mm. then you always focus on the person who performs most of the time. Most of the time. Um, People really check credits. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Facts. And... Um, like, I'm big on checking out credits. Mm. I like seeing the people who work behind the songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I like tapping into other people's, like, uh, yeah, creative processes, mindsets, mindsets yeah. you know, how they write and mm. all that stuff. So that's why I always, like, go check the credits there. See, okay, this is a person. I'm big on producers, big on, you know, songwriters as well. Yeah. So that's why, like, I, yeah. I like doing that, man. So, yeah. That's fire, dude. You know what I mean? I saw you in Paris, though. Hey man, I was in Paris. in Paris, bro. <laughs> bro I, was, I was in Paris. Uh, I was living in La Vida Loca. I, I saw you like, right by the Eiffel Tower. I was like, hey, okay. Paris you was were amazing. There. What was going on there? Bro, I had a couple of gigs in Paris. 
Yeah. That was amazing. It was my like my first international uh, uh little, little mini little mini tour. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, tour. Yeah, there's there's a there's a platform called Linker Band mm. uh in, in Paris. And what they do is they um they have all these events and it's kinda like a, an app or so of some sort. Yeah. Mm. Where musicians go on, they'll maybe like submit and stuff like that, they'll get the gigs. Yeah. So they have like different gigs around Paris and stuff okay. like that. Um, but then I had a friend, my, my, my friend, her name is, uh, Chili. Um, she couldn't, she made the connections. So she had a friend, okay. you know, oh, okay. uh, over that side, um, yeah. who I think knew the guys and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, uh, she was able to kind of make the connections and then from there, yeah, had a, a whole, you know, trip to yeah. Paris just to be able to perform. How recently was this? This, this was 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah, 2018. Nice. And I'm really grateful for Chills as well, just for being that person, Love. you know, who was able to see my gift, my talent, and say, hey, man, I know a friend over there. Mm. You know, let's make this happen. You mm. know, when you have people like that, and I think God uses people in our lives yeah. to mm. open doors for us in that okay. sense. I didn't, yeah. I didn't open that door myself, mm. you know? Um, and that's why, man, always, like, respect people, always be kind to people. Okay. Not for what you can get, but just for the sense of just, you know, humanity. Yeah. You know, God created us, you know, out of love. Mm-hmm. He created us for love. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we have love in us. And I think the biggest things, the biggest things, thing we can do is, you know, to love. Love one yeah. another. Mm-hmm. So Thanks. that's, you know, so that, so that opened up and, you know, I got to perform in Jeez. Paris. I performed in different places, bro. I remember there's one day, like I was going from one place, one location to another, yeah. to another. There was like, um, uh, feet, uh, feet de la musique. Yeah. Yeah. And then you so, got a French accent. I know. What are you saying, bro? <laughs> I, I don't even know something. if I said it right, so I'm not gonna pretend like I did. But hey, <laughs> yeah, but something like that. Hey, man, and if I you don't ask me for no French, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. We wouldn't have known anyway. That's the thing, bro. I, I can say anything. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He sounds yeah, right no, about, about it. That sounds. It that sounds right. right. <laughs> you know. So one day, bro, I I think I did five gigs in a day. Uh, five gigs on that day specifically mm. where I was going one place to performing one place and like you're doing like you know some some of them were like street gigs and stuff like that bro mm. it was so exciting like, like a rock star bro I was like a rock star <laughs> walking around my guitar man, and I mean, we were walking yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying and some moments would catch tra- trains but like bro it was an amazing experience I want to do it again for sure I yeah. could see the fans you know, like, yeah. man I, I, like, I got okay, to meet right, some right, incredible, right. People, incredible people who were vibing with what I do I was yeah. like man in a different country mm-hmm. like this yeah it's amazing. Jeez, that's fine, man. That's that's a blessing, bro. But okay, so tell us about like your um sorry, your I keep putting this mic, bro. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, like oh should we go to the fans questions first? Let's do the fans questions yeah. last. Last. Yeah, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, let's go for the questions yeah, last. Yeah. yeah, let's go, yeah. All right. So tell us about your your new project and your EP. Tales of the Heart. Yes, sir. It's like just... it's deep, man. Like <sighs> yo. Yeah. Man, and now I, I, you know what? I, I really went like I was like, Put your yeah. Foot in it. I was like, hey, let's go. Like, I look at me. Yeah, I was like, look at me. <laughs> Especially because it's my debut project. You know mm, what I mean? So, mm, mm. Uh, it, it it feels so befitting for it to be my debut project. Yeah. Because for one, sonically, you know, that's my vibe. Yeah. You know, and mm. I know with the with the music I released before, like, I, like you hadn't really gotten that vibe as much. Mm. You know, that kind of acoustic. Um, inspired music and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Um, but with Tales of the Heart, like it shows that part of me. Yeah, that's that part is so true to who I am yeah. as a music artist. You know, I'm inspired by artists like John Mayer. Okay. You know, he's an incredible, incredible guy, man. Yeah. Um, or artist rather. Let me not say guy. I've not met him. I don't. I don't know him personally, so I can say he's an incredible guy. Yeah. He's an incredible musician, musician. music artist. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know, but it could yeah. be. Um, you know, so many guys, man, and uh, Bill Withers as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, yo, his music is just something else, man. Mm. Um, you've got obviously your adherence because of like the way he writes, the mm. style of music, you know, it just captivates you. Yeah, yeah. Leon Bridges, you yeah. know, so uh, a whole Leon lot of artists. Yeah. He's, he's, he's really dope. I want to feature right. Leon Bridges, bro. I'd Come like on. to, yeah. <laughs> Please, Leon, let's do something. <laughs> Tag him now. I'm, 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 I'm still on Scissor, you know. Scissor, you need know. to come through. Oh, you, you want to feature Caesar? Okay. It's okay. been like three, this is the third time saying this. <laughs> For real? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just changed the name um, of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Let the algorithm pick it up. Bro, bro, easy. Exactly. Yeah. No, but uh, like with Tales of the Hop, man, like it wasn't supposed to be my first project. Mm-hmm. So let me just narrate this a bit. So I have yeah, I've, I've worked on different projects before, but they never really materialized. And uh, part of it is, is due to like, you know, when you're working out with other people and I, I'm not like blaming or anything, but like you don't move as fast as yeah, what you true. can do when you're working alone. Simply because other the people you're working with also are working with other people yeah. Yeah. and they've got their own lives. So the dynamics are, are, are quite, you know, they're not linear. Yeah. yeah. So that's why uh, sometimes your work will, will get affected simply because um, you're working with this uh, this person, uh, but at the same time, they're working so many other people. They have to try to balance and prioritize. So at the end of the day, you might not be, you know, um, a priority or, you know, or you might be, but yeah, might not be. So many it things changes. happening. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. many things are happening. Yeah. So um, I think I have like three, pro- two projects um, or three projects, including the one I started working on last year. Um, that I was like working on and they never really materialized. Mm, mm. And one thing that I got to learn in that process was I'm responsible, mm. you know, for getting your, for not having those projects released. Oh, oh yeah. you get me. I'm mm. responsible. And I think I'll speak mostly on the, 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 the first two, you know, because as, as a person who is, you know, working on their, on their music as, as you are an artist, Mm. As much as you know, you you are collaborating with other producers whatsoever. Mm. The autonomy is yours. You want to see the music released? Yeah, true. If this on you. if yeah. this person maybe is is failing to prioritize or maybe they have so much going on, hey, the other people who are willing to work, mm. you know what I mean? Find them, mm. work with find them, them exactly work true. with them. You know what mm. I mean? Mm. I also mm. have the capacity or the ability to do, you know, to work on the music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's one thing that God really spoke to me about and dealt with me about um, mm. autonomy. And taking responsibility mm. for things not going well sometimes. Yeah. Mm. As mm. much as it's easy to, to point fingers and be like, ah, but it's because of this or that person mm. what I know. The and car it, did not start. Oh, it's, it's it's the car did not start. You know, you start blaming. Yeah, yeah. You, know, so, you know what I'm saying? You start blaming all these other things. Yeah. But it's like, no, Tony, you are responsible because even if it means I need to call every single day, yeah. I should have called every single, every single day. day yeah. mm. It means I have to knock, I have to show up at, the, at your door and say, bro, let's finish this. Mm. I should have done that, mm. but I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I learned that lesson. And that's why after that, I was like, hey, nah, now it's either. Oh, so you felt this project should have come out a lot sooner. So those, yeah, I, I, two, those two projects, the first projects, mm. the first two projects should have been released. But mm. I, like they weren't released, right? And then there's a project I started working on last year. Mm. It's beautiful, man. It's, I can't wait to release that. It's going to come. Mm. You know, we're still working on it. Mm. It's probably going to come next year or something. No, 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 not even or something. Next year, early next year. Yeah. Uh, but yo, the Sonics. Yo, 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 guys. Let me stop because <laughs> I, 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 I listen to it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to it a lot. And yeah. when I listen, I like, I know, like for me, I enjoy listening to my own music. Yeah. yeah. But cool. Uh, so uh, what's this? So that was supposed to be my debut project. Um, and then like, you know, things weren't moving as fast. Same thing. Mm. Um, I got frustrated at some point. And then there's a day when I was performing at Farmer's Market. Uh, the four East Farmers Market, and yeah. I needed a cable, yeah. so I went to Fender on, on Republic to get a cable yeah. or to try buy a, a jack to jack for my guitar. Um, I went to Catch Crusaders or something like that. Catch Converters, mm. they were like, oh, We don't sell, we don't have anything here. Try there's a music store out there, go check it out. I go to the music store, it's apparently it's not even a music store, mm. it's actually a recording studio. Oh, geez, and okay. when I All get right. in there, the setup man, it looks like it's a performing space. But they're, okay. they're the studio at the back of the yeah. wall. And when I get there, I'm asking about the cable. They're like, no, nah, we don't sell anything, unfortunately. But yeah. then they go on and say, are you a music artist? I'm like, yeah. They're like, okay, we actually have open mics. Yeah, you know. Okay, and yeah. we have an, an, our next one coming up within the next two weeks or something like that. And um, yeah, we can take out your details, you know. So maybe we can uh, have you on, but maybe not for this one because we're already bo- full, yeah. uh, booked. We're already full. And then cool, I'm like, take, take the details. But I reached out to them after I left. Uh, I think the next day I was like, nah, please, may you please put me on. Yeah, Even yeah, if you're yeah. going to put me on last whatever, I'm like, just p- please. Put Give me, me a circuit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah, like yeah, to do yeah. that. And then they mentioned to me the fact that um, the, they're doing a competition as well. The yeah. top acts, you know, there are two categories, electronic and also acoustic. Okay. So the top uh, acts on those two kind of categories is going to win like a tiny desktop type of recording. Okay. Oh, geez, okay. Yeah, okay. like type of recording and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's dope. So now I went and performed. I did my thing. <clears throat> Up to performing, yeah. uh, I think uh, later, people were just coming up to me like, yo, that was amazing and stuff like that. Mm. Great. 
I remember I get a, a, I I was trying to organize a, a, a something, and then when I when I get there, the guys like you know what you actually won the the tiny won the desk. Thing. Oh right. Yeah. 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 I, I I think that time I I actually had the idea to record a live acoustic project because yeah. I was frustrated because the other project is not moving as fast. Yeah. So now at this point. I'm thinking, let me take matters on my own hands. I'm going to yeah. record something acoustic, live, mm. done. So I went into that space to find out if I can rent out that space. And because I won the tiny desk, they were like, actually, that one. You have it for, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yours this. now, yeah. So yeah. in my head, I thought, okay, I won the tiny desk. Do I do old songs? You know how tiny desk yeah. operates, right? Like yeah. people usually come and do the songs that people know. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I nah. had an idea dropping my spirit, man. Like, yeah. nah, sing the songs that you have not released before. And there's a song, songs that are really special to my heart. Like Lowest Point, the very first song on the project. It's a song I wrote in 2017. Okay. Staying Sunnyside. Yeah. The, you know, going through I my heard, lowest I point. I heard that. that that's a yeah. deep story, It's man. a deep, like, deep hey. story, man. I was just like... Sunnyside is rough, but I also stayed there. Bro. You stayed, yeah, you stayed <laughs> Sunnyside, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really nice. It was, I mean, you gotta love Sunnyside. It was nice. Caledon? <laughs> Brother? Oh, it was not- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah. He's like, he's nah. like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> hey, there's beauty in everything. You know what I mean? My there's, bro, there's you just can't be any beauty. This guy couldn't even come, bro. You're like, you're afraid to go with this car. Uh, don't, don't lie, don't lie. I never got an invite. You never got an invite. Man was hiding it. The day I moved, bro, my brother came and we were like, Brother, <laughs> this is it. Nah, <laughs> we're not doing this. Let's go. <laughs> I remember your brother. Yeah, yeah. we went to center after that, brother. Bruh? Hey, that's, that's, that's another. Story, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So that's what happened, and um, so got that. So now I, I decided, and I'm gonna record my my EP. It's called Tears of the Heart, yeah. and um. It's beautiful, man. Like because it's so raw, mm. it's so it's vulnerable. Mm. Um, it's true to who I am. Yeah. It's, it's my experiences and also experiences from uh, my sister. Uh, hold on, mm. was inspired by my my mm. elder sister. You know, through her time, you know, having like anxiety attacks and yeah. depression while she was studying medicine, yeah. right? And she felt like giving up, and she was just like, "I can't do this anymore. I'm I'm, I'm out." Mm. But the the family was there supporting. The parents were all like just rooting for her, and she made it through. You know, and I think that's a story of, of perseverance and hope. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have hope, man, it's you. It's not easy, but you, you have something to kind of hold on to. Yeah. To hold on to, yeah. You know, and then Keep you have pushing. like, um, other songs like "Endless Love" inspired by my parents. You know, was that your parents? Uh, so the, the the second verse is inspired by my parents. Oh, you know, okay. and then the first verse is inspired by a couple. In, 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 amazing story on the plane. Yeah. I was on the plane. Everything I say on the on the song is is true. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, I met this couple who were flying to Armenia and uh, during our layover, like, uh, we're switching. Um, so now on the f- flight to, um, Armenia, I think yeah. we're in Doha. And then I sat next to this couple. I was like, cause I was with other people, right? I, I'm, I'm usually used to sitting with, with, with the guys I'm traveling yeah. with. Yeah. This time around, I'm sitting with this couple mm. and I'm thinking to myself, Hey, it's it's gonna be hectic, but <laughs> let's like, go. Yeah. And something that I love doing, I love interacting with people I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's couples, bro. I like finding out their love stories. Yeah, you know, how they met. Yeah. yeah. So I asked that story. I'm like, how do you guys meet and all that stuff? And they, you know, I wanted to share, but the lady, the lady was the one who was like a cherry. Mm. And this is like an old, old couple, and they told me how they, they don't, they've been married for 40 years and stuff like that. And she said something, you know, that really stuck to me till this day. She was like, one thing about your generation, and I see it with my daughter. Is because you guys, you don't know how to fight for love. You guys give up too easily, yeah. you know. And that's mm. about like you know when you when you when you when you're committed to someone or you're mm. in a relationship with someone, you know, and you believe and you feel that man, mm. okay, I want to do life with this person. This is yeah. my person, mm. you know. But it's like something happens. I try. There's someone else there. I can find someone else. You know what I mean? It's like we, it's easy in this. Uh, like you it's, bought me KFC. I told you he's gonna start speaking about his heartbreak. Oh, that's that's not coming. That's not coming. I'm gonna go to everything you could never be to. I'm gonna go to that song now. Bits and pieces are coming out. I didn't know about the KFC story, but hey, that's coming out. That was a KFC story, bro. What's yeah, the KFC story? Was, I'm just saying. Okay. So that's not a real things, thing. Hey. Pitiful things. It's no. not a real thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> but people do do some like they break up over some pity shit. Yeah. Especially in like now, this generation, like what you're saying. Like yeah. we we Yeah. 
we don't really get what love is i think nah man like it's 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 also tra- like it's it's very transactional as well mm-hmm. you know so if you don't make me happy with one thing hey man i know jim already is there on the line so jim already can fulfill this so mm. ah, it's good it's chat let's i go. have someone who can actually yeah, let's move on can, yeah true it's yeah. easy it's very true you know mm-hmm. uh to to move on to a relationship just like that but i think at the same time man it's it's, it's but pit- how do you deal with that though like how do, that's one of the questions from uh your fans like how do you deal with heartbreak how do do i deal with heartbreak man to be honest i've never i've not really been like heartbroken like Cover. that man not as deep <laughs> <laughs> not, as, not as deep as everything you could never be so i'll tell you i'll, I'll segue into everything you, you could never be yeah but let me just finish the the, the story about the, the endless love yeah, yeah. so the, during that time on my flight um, on my trip away my parents were having the 30th anniversary back mm. home mm. so now i'm thinking like i'm away man and all that stuff and i miss this everybody's there they had a big celebration mm. i missed it so upon coming back um i remember uh, there's a movie called endless love as well mm. i don't know if you know okay, it. No, I don't think I've it's a romantic it. movie yeah you know i remember so that that song inspired the, the the title for me okay just after watching that movie and stuff like that um but then now when I was writing the song, I, I got the melody. I think I started writing about those guys, uh, the, the couple I the met, couple, okay. the old mm-hmm. couple I met. And I was like, verse two, where do we go? I'm like, ah, my parents. Mm-hmm. And I wrote about my parents. That's why I start with, 30 oh, okay. years, that's so many years. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad have been married mm-hmm. now. They've been through the shares mm-hmm. of their ups and downs, yet they're mm-hmm. still together writing side I by side. You know what I mean? The thing through that track, You know what I mean? Just so you can jam, but yeah, yeah. so... Second verse was about them. First verse, and it's so befitting. These these two stories, forty years and thirty years, yeah, and it's so like it's all came together. Yeah, all yeah, came yeah. together beautifully, Fine. and yeah. I want that endless love. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So that's that's that story. Yeah. But going to everything you can ever be, um, that story, yo, or that song was inspired by a situationship. You know, okay. mm-hmm. I wasn't dating this person whatsoever, mm-hmm. but. At that time, um, I remember like this person like they, they stopped talking to me for a bit, or they went like MIA for a bit. So I'm thinking, hey, what's <laughs> like, happening? You know, maybe yeah. maybe maybe they have a new interest whatsoever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, like I thought we were vibing. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought we were vibing. Vibes were real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it wasn't the case. And you know how the mind plays tricks on you. You start thinking yeah. about things, or overthinking, and then boom, you know, next thing you know, you're you're you're, you're Thinking, yeah, it spirals, you know what I mean? The whole rabbit hole. The whole ra- <laughs> rabbit hole, man. <laughs> Great yeah, job. bro. And I remember sitting down just thinking about that and then this everything you could never be came through mm. or it came to me. And I remember writing, I don't remember if I started with the verse or the chorus or something, but I remember starting with that song and I'm thinking to myself, damn, okay, this, after gaining perspective, this didn't really, it wasn't that bad because it wasn't true. Mm. You know, the person was not MA because of this and this and that. And mm. also, we're not dating, so it's like, it, like yeah, why are you, like, why are you yeah. even affected, bro? Mm. You know? Mm. So I remember sitting down, feeling those emotions that I felt with that scenario. And I think it was, I was projecting whatsoever, mm. but mm. sitting down my feelings. And I remember thinking to myself, damn, what if this, I was actually dating this person and this actually happened? Maybe they cheated on me. Mm. You know, they broke my heart. Mm. Like they did something terrible, you know? And that's when, like, that's when I dug into my feelings. I had never really written a heartbreak song like that before. Yeah, I'm always on the lovey dovey type of stuff. But yeah, that yeah, time yeah. I was like, let me let me yeah, just challenge myself in. and go deeper. And that's <laughs> yeah. when I wrote that song. And that's why in the in the in the in the um, in the bridge, bro, I say, I wish you heartbreak and pain. May you drink your own poison. Woo! May you find your way to the grave. Yeah. You know, but I forgive you of all your guilt and shame. And it's because I was writing from that place of like, what if this what if this happened to me in this mm. way? You know, I've heard those stories, you know, mm. of how, you know, it, it hurts. You know, yeah. especially when things are like when someone cheats on you, bro. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, like that stuff hurts. I, I can feel it without having experienced it. I can feel it. Yo, you never want to go through yeah, it. I never yeah. want to go through that stuff. I remember um, standing in a bank queue, bro. And I, could, I could hear the guy behind me, dude, complaining. <laughs> I what does he say? It. <laughs> you know, I was just like, bro, he, he made me feel down, bro. I was yeah. like, you know, I feel, I felt like turning around and be like, Yo, bro, sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry, You're like, hey, bro. man, I'm here to give you money, bro. Let me give you a hug, bro. <laughs> I could just feel the energy, bro, coming from this guy complaining. 
Mm. Like, you know, why aren't you picking up the phone? You know, you know that I try my best. Yo, you know what I'm bro. Don't keep my kid away from me. Ah! Yo, that gets like, real. Damn. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. So yeah, it hurts. man. Yeah. Um, so that happened with that, and uh, that's the that, that's that's what inspired um everything can ever be your favorite song. Mm. Cheers to you and your heartbreak, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, heartbreak is not something to be played with, bro. It's no, real. No, I'm sorry. We, we ain't heartbroken no more. You know what I'm saying? We're alive. You good now? Huh? KFC doesn't good. affect you no more. You good? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. You know, it's good. We're way so, better now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just to wrap up about the projects, uh, yeah, yeah. Tales of the Heart. That's that's how it it it, it started. Mm. Um, I feel like it was befitting for it to be my first project. Yeah. Because it's so raw and vulnerable. And I think it introduced the world to who I am. Yeah. You know, uh, faith, hope, and love. Those are the three values or uh, themes on the project. Okay. And that those are the themes that I uh, I value as an artist. Okay. You know, with my music, that's what you're going to get. Faith, hope, mm. and love. Uh-huh. You know, that's why even now, um, I'm venturing into, you know, gospel music. Mm. That's something that's really true to me. Yeah. You know, it's something that, you know, it's I grew easy. up with. It flows, yeah. You know, it flows as well. But I always knew that it's going to happen at the right time. People mm. would always ask me, my parents and everybody else, you know, would be like, when are you going to make gospel music? And you know, it, sometimes it would piss me off because it was set too much. Yeah. You know, because mm. I'm like, bro, I, what the music I do now, mm. it flows from that same heart. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And... It, like I know it's God breathed. I know God gave me every single bro. When I write songs, I'm like, Lord, how did I do this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, thank you for giving me these words. That's mm-hmm. that's me. Fact. Every mm-hmm. single time I write songs, bro, I'm just like, yo. It doesn't always have to be Jesus. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah, always yeah. have to be Jesus. You know yeah. what I mean? Because love is is real. Yeah. In the church, we have love. You know what mm, I mean? People, yeah. are, uh, you know, in love. So how do you how, how do you how do you share a, a, a girl? That you, you wanna to, yeah. you know spend your life with, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm. How do you have that conversation? Mm. For mm. God so loved the world that He made you for me <laughs> and you. Oh man, come on, bro. You know, it don't work like that. Yeah. yeah, and someone that really inspires me as well is PJ Morton because he does both. He does both, gospel yeah. and secular. Yeah, and he does them so beautifully well because he'll have those two uh, coexisting in the same project. Yeah. You know, and I, I appreciate that so much because that used, that used to be my conflict when I you know when I'm studying out. Mm. I pray about it, and I ask about it, stuff like that, and. It would suck because I felt like because, you know, you're raised in the, in the, in the church or, you know, you're a worship leader and stuff like that. Yeah. There's the only route that you need to take. But no, everybody, all of us, man, like, you know, if, if, you, if, you're, you know, if you believe in God, or you're a child of God, you know, yeah, yeah. You know you're, you're saved and stuff like that. You know, you're, you're all called to the mission field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, your vocation, you might be an accountant, you might be this. It's not in the church. Yeah, true. But it's but, but you know, still, but you still within that environment. Yeah, yeah. And, and God mm-hmm. calls us in those environments. Mm-hmm. So same for me as a music artist. God, God calls me in, in those environments, you know, mm-hmm. in the secular world as well. You can but be I think, farmer's market. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can be mm-hmm. farmer's market. And, you know, one thing about that, when I do my gigs, I pray for my gigs, man. Yeah. yeah. And I pray for right. people to be healed for people to experience experience love and mm. God, peace, joy, yeah. you know, for people maybe battling with something just to find like, um, you know, solutions or, or something. Just you know, my music just, minister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be singing, Amiga, Amiga. <laughs> you know, because I'm doing... Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I'm singing all these songs, but the, yeah. the, 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 the heart and the spirit behind it yeah, you know, is it, 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 God breathed, and that's the thing about it is that whether you are sitting in an office in a toxic work environment, man, you're mm. called in that space. Mm-hmm. And mm. I think the more we see that, and we see um, how our calling is not just being a pastor, being this. No, man, it's you living out um, the life that God has called you for. Yeah, mm. in those spaces, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm. Um, you can, you bro, you can be in a in, in a in a restaurant or a vibey place or like a club, whatever. And man, the next thing you know, you're having chats. That are life giving. Yeah. You know, you're having chats that are like God, like, you know, God centered, and you're just like, damn, we're in the space. We're having church right now. (laughs) I've had a lot of those moments, bro. And it's incredible. And I'm Mm. really proud of just like, you know, um, God's love for me Mm. and my love for God. Simply because, man, at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, when this life is over, bro, the accolades won't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. You can't take anything with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All these things uh, are just uh, meaningless. Fair. You know, they're, they're nice. Mm. They're good, you know, but at the same time, I think it's important to have like an internal perspective as well. Yeah. Especially if you, if you believe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even for those who don't believe, like there's a God out there. Yeah. You know, that's man, fair, I, 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 my, my, my rationale, and I, I know I said we into something different, but my rationale is, bro, if, if God were to take away everything that belongs to him, mm. because you are self-sufficient as a person, mm. first of all, breath is gone. <laughs> 
And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. Literally, say less. Don't even. You know what I mean? Let me not even get to to your car. Yeah. Because every single thing that built your car was used using God's resource. Yeah. Resource. It might be a tree. It might be a metal. Be or, you know what I mean? Everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I say, take God out of your life, bro. You have nothing. 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 And God is so gracious and so good to the fact that even when you don't believe, you know, He still mm-hmm. holds everything together in your life. Uh, no, true. That's how. That's how, That's a crazy thing. So mm-hmm. for me, man. At the end of the day, that's why I say the biggest thing is even being in um, in the secular field. The important thing, yeah. um, whether you're an accountant, a, um, a writer, podcast host, or whatever, mm. I think still understanding and knowing that man, God, God must be God the, must the be foundation. must be mm. the foundation. Facts, facts, you know, facts. however you choose to live your life, at the end of the day, man, that awareness and also in what you do, being yeah. a light of the world, mm. is important as well. You know, true. Represent facts. <laughs> yeah. On that note. <laughs> You know, the time's up. Unfortunately, damn, we need we need more time, man. <laughs> we need more time. We need more time. We need more time. Need more time. The camera's like, rolling. Yeah. It's fine. Go for it. Yeah, we need more time. But and, then, and I just gotta say, sorry, bro. I just yeah. wanna say before before that, but yeah, just yeah. to say, I don't say all these things because I'm perfect. No, 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 it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, so someone knows and they're listening and maybe they, they watch me next thing at a gig or at an event. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, maybe I'm sipping my sipping some some wine. Yeah. Um, or something like that, yeah. you know. And it's like, oh, but you were saying this on the podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's there's something about like uh, responsibility. Yeah. A lot of things come down to responsibility. Mm. Yeah, you know, too much of a good thing can be bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, too much of a bad of a bad thing can be bad. Yeah, it's still bad. <laughs> it's still bad. <laughs> you Either know what way, I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, what I'm trying to say is, man, I'm still someone on on the journey as well. Someone who's just like, you know, being loved by God and loving God yeah. as well. And everybody's journey looks different than that. That's why I think it's important to say, you know, don't walk around with judgmental eyes because you feel like you've you've overcome something. Yeah. Or you're in a certain space in your life. Mm-hmm. But hey, purely, you know, live out of love. That's the biggest thing. And love, you know, is not condescending. Love is not judgmental. Mm-hmm. Love embraces. Um, and you can have different opinions. That's cool. Uh, yeah. That's life. You know, but it doesn't mean that you need to look at your brother or your sister, you know, with a... Yeah. Uh, like You know, you can still be have different I'm opinions or views you or about your, you know, your lifestyle or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but still, it's like, man, you're, st- I still, you're my brother. Please don't my sister. judge me. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's I, it. I think you already said it when you talked, when you spoke about like the experience. Uh, uh, for, for me, it's like, the whole breath thing, right? Mm, sure. Every day you have that opportunity now. Like, think of the environments you've been in, um, the story you spoke about, like, just on endless love alone, sure. right? Not sure. being able to be in those spaces and have those conversations means you're actually keeping a conversation away that might change the way someone actually sees something, mm. if I can put it that way. So it's like, That's good. the endless love, you know, story for me is almost like, if anyone who, who's, who, who, who has any doubts sure. when it comes to being in love or being in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, again, you're not talking church specifically, but you're talking about an experience that you experienced Mm. that'll change the way someone actually views Views love. love. Because the way we view love nowadays is like, like you said, like people see it very, it's, it's very weird. It's very shallow as Mm. well. Mm. Man, that's so like, like how you just put it, man. I think that, that, that's like, it's, Mm. it's the perfect way to actually explain like your, for lack of a better term, but your purpose mm, on this earth is to be 100%. in those environments mm. in order to think, yeah. So Come I mean, on, that's crazy, bro. man. Thank that's you crazy. so much. Yeah. But like, I, that's, I live for this stuff, yeah. man. <laughs> thank we you, live brother. for the chats, man. We live for these thank conversations. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank <laughs> um, you. We're going to do this again. But you got a question from, from, the, from the fans. What, what question do you have, bro? I know, I know time is out, but I'm just... Uh, <laughs> give us like, give us, give us like one. two. Oh, okay, yeah, two or one. Two or one, yeah. Two or one. Yeah. All right. Um... But I asked you one. You asked me already. one. Yeah. yeah. Did I answer? And yeah, you did. Facts. Mm-hmm. One is um, in a breakup, should the ex give back all the gifts? Sheesh. <laughs> 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 you do this to me, bro. Let's go. Yo, in a breakup. You know what? Nah. I, I, I don't have the right answer or the perfect answer, but I think. For my view, I don't think you should give back all the gifts. Those gifts were given in the time where you guys were in love. Yeah. Mm. And they were true to that time. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's a different story saying, hey, my, my ex bought me a watch. Now I'm in a new relationship, but my, my partner feels like every single time that watch kind of just reminds me of that person's mm, existence. Mm. That's a different story. But I feel like in just like keeping the gifts, no, you gave each other gifts in the time when you were in love. I don't feel like you should return that. Mm-hmm. It's like, imagine uh, returning 
I don't know. Uh, it's just like, nah, nah. it's done. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. you guys had your chapter. And I think you learned something from that chapter. Well, I hope you did. Um, but it's it was part of your journey. Those mm. gifts were part of that chapter of your life. You know, it's like, yeah, what, what are you going to give back? All the money that your parents gave you? No. you? You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's a different situation from from this. Yeah. But I'm just saying that after growing up as a child, I know this black text, but yeah. you, you know, you're not in a position to be like, let me give back all the money that because that season ended. True. The point I'm trying to make is that that was a season mm. and they were taking care of you. You know what I mean? Uh, even if, you know, maybe your parents disown you or whatever, or mm. you decide, ah, I don't, I don't vibe with this family anymore. Mm. Yeah, Some yeah. people do that. Mm. You know, are you going to now be like, okay, I'm going to pay you back all the money you took me to school nah, with? Never. No. Nah, yeah. That's part of your chapter. So I think in the relationship as well, it's just like, that was part of your chapter. It's okay. Mm. Unless if it's, it's contributing or it's affecting your relationship now. Your current one, yeah. yeah. Then that's a different story. You don't have to even to take it back to the person, but it's like, you can do something that you can sell it yeah. or something. Yeah. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Last, these are like curveballs. Um, who comes first to you as a person? Baby mama or wifey? Wifey for sure. I don't have a baby mama, so... <laughs> so so I'm saying it's easier for me. I don't have a baby mama, so... Wifey for sure, man. When yeah. I ride with my partner, I ride with my partner. Yeah. And I'm not trying to play games, bro. Like, mm. nah, nah, nah. You know, you're not, you're not gonna find me out trying to cheat on my girl. Nah, mm. that's not my vibe, you know, because mm. at the end of the day, for me, I value commitment. Yeah. yeah. If you want to play, for me, my my thought is go play. Yeah. You know, um, leave someone's child out of it, mm. leave your partner out of it. You know, yeah. do your thing, and when you're ready, commit. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, nah, I'm I'm the person to just be like, yeah, I'm in this. This is it. Laser focus. You're my girl. We're riding. Hmm. You know. So wifey first. Wifey first. Yeah. And I think even if I had a baby mama and I had a wifey, wifey first, bro. Baby yeah. mama will come second because that was part of my previous chapter. The baby, yes, can come. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, but, not first as well, but yeah. like, like somewhere in between. Because there's two come people for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm saying, there's, there's two people now, like you know, part of my life. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I'm finding that balance as well when it comes to the that, balance. Yeah, the one you committed to. Yeah, wifey always, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right, got it. Got it.